Hello and welcome to episode 118 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good man, pretty good. We're uh, mere days away at this point. I know, we're, we're on the eve of the ha- of the new Halloween movie. Oh. Um, it's weird. It's weird that it's finally here. Um, oh, so I'm just buzzing man. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, we we can talk about that at the end of the show. Um, because this week we had a movie that I, at least I was very excited for. And I know you were interested in as well. Um, the new Netflix movie, Apostle, um, came out on the sort of uh, the big horror day on Netflix where there was also The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Um, one so of yeah, these things ne- got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's cool. That I'm, I'm not surprised that they promoted um, Hill House because, you know, yes. Netflix is... Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're more about TV anyway and, like, Mike Flanagan's their boy. Um, but, yeah, it would have been nice yeah. for them to at and least awesome. try and... Yeah. Um, I haven't started it yet, but I'm very excited to check it out. Um, but, yeah, I have seen An Apostle and I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Um, but first, there is a little bit of news, uh, not too much. Um, the main thing that's kind of happened uh, since we last recorded... Um, about a week ago now is the first trailer for Pet Cemetery. Um, mm. Of course, the latest uh, Stephen King adaptation. Um, so this one's out in April 2019. Again, very very stacked 2019, mm. which is very exciting. Um, there's there's pretty much stuff, and they're kind of all dotted throughout the year as well, which I think is really cool. Um, we're not all just you know, obviously something like it at the end of the year is very exciting, but there's 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 genuinely stuff I'm excited for throughout all of next year. Oh, I know. We were just talking about the glass trailer, you know. That's yeah. Early, isn't it? What's that? January. January, yeah, and then Jordan Peele's new movie in March. Like, there's there's so much stuff, and like, it's yeah, good times, man. it's gonna be good. good. But yeah, Pet Cemetery. Um, this was uh, an interesting one because obviously we've known about it for a while. I haven't really put much thought into it because it was kind of no. just talks and production. So it's always interesting when you see a trailer. Um, and it was funny because I remember when we did our um our top five Stephen King adaptations ages ago, um, <laughs> which was a hilariously outdated list. Yeah. Um, we, I believe, we had the original Pet Cemetery on it. Um, I've, I've got such a deep love for the for the for the original one. Like, mm. uh, you know, watching this trailer made me realize that actually I have like, I ha- I'm like protective of the original mm. one. Like watching this, I was like, no, no, I want to. Like you know, like when you watch these remakes and you kind of, you just feel like you want to champion the old one. I was feeling that with this, which I didn't really think I would for a film like Pet Cemetery, but obviously yeah. obviously you have the feels there for it yeah like it's definitely a movie that i'm in my mind i'm like oh yeah i enjoyed that but i couldn't tell you hardly anything about it it's been such nah, a long probably time. the same man <laughs> um so yeah it'll definitely be one that i probably w- will want to check out before seeing this but yeah what what did you think of the trailer then um yeah i liked it i thought i, I grew into it really um I, I wasn't a massive fan of like the uh the kind of pre jump scare of the road uh, with the, the, the lorry going past it and kind of um, the, the weird kind of like showing the children as kind of like a cult thing um, mm. with all the animal masks on and stuff. I wasn't really sure about that when it, when it eventually kind of got more into the, um, you know, pet cemetery kind of creepier things. I think the casting is quite interesting. I think um uh, John Lithgow for like the old guy that mm. kind of says obviously the iconic line. I think he's a great shout for that. Um he can play kind of um sweet old man and absolutely sinister as anything. Uh on like the on kind of a, the spin of a coin. So I think I think he'll be pretty good. I thought Jason Clark as well kind of, you know, ex John Connor as the lead mm. could be quite interesting <laughs> as well. I thought both of those had me quite interested. So um yeah, I'm I'm kind of where I was before, really, before going into the trailer. Like pretty, you know, cautiously optimistic. It's it's something that I feel can be remade well. Um so fingers crossed it does. And yeah. They're not catching into this kind of Stephen King hype that's going on right now. Yeah, because you have to imagine they're just trying to green light these things constantly at the moment. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was fine. The trailer, like, it didn't, you know, it didn't excite me. But I didn't think it looked bad either. It was mm. kind of like, oh yeah, I mean, I know it's a movie I'm going to see anyway, and I'll, I'll be interested to check it out. Um, as a trailer, though, it didn't really do much for me. Like, no, so I, no, I definitely, it didn't, it didn't excite me as a trailer. It just kind of gave me glimpses of stuff where I'm like, oh, okay, you know. It's interesting because with, with trailers, you can cut them so many different ways, and I feel like with this one, it was 
very much trying to hit on the same chords of like a hereditary is what i got from the trailer mm. um and that's not really what i would associate with a pet cemetery movie um so i guess that was where the trailer was a bit odd to me where i was like ah oh, i can see what you're going for and, and it's not what i expected um with, with the use of the sound and the kind of quick cuts of these like crazy moments um but it, yeah, it, it's fine. You know, I'm I'm definitely excited for this movie. But it, the trailer was nothing special. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll obviously see it in the coming months. Um, this next story uh, is kind of interesting because it's about The Walking Dead. Um, Ooh, tell me more. So yeah, I, I kind of put this in there because then I'm giving you an excuse to, if you want to talk about the show. Um, because I, mean, I, I always want to talk about the show. Yeah, you can let us know if it's still terrible because um, yeah, apparently people are getting my idea and they stopped watching it. Um, because what? this new story is that the the kind of the finale, um, or not the finale, the premiere, um, was the lowest since season one premiere um, hmm. in terms of ratings. And this uh, second episode that's just now uh, been on the weekend um, is the lowest uh, ratings they've had ever since season one. Also, um, hmm. so this is again that it's still getting a lot of viewers. I think it's around five million and that's obviously just around kind of who watches it that night in america um which is like to me still a big number um but when you're starting to 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 cross that territory of your lowest ever numbers of your show and it's peak season one which was like you know no one was talking about the walking dead season one yeah um and it's become such a huge monolith since then and the fact that that's what the ratings are reflecting is really really crazy to me so i'm really curious i personally can see the writings already on the wall i think with rick going as well um this is season nine it wouldn't surprise me if post this they say season 10 is the finale that's kind of like an early prediction for me i Um, I can't uh, like i I don't know how far this is short but i could easily see them getting to like the mid-season break and being like yeah we've only got six more episodes or eight more episodes oh no they won't do that they will milk it (laughs) they will give you one year's worth of advertising saying the walking dead yeah i guess so it's just like one more like because you know getting rid of like a rick because i agree the show feels like it's dying um everything just feels so forced at this point i've watched um the first episode and a chunk of the second episode and Mm. it's just it's just like so many like little things happen and then even when they give you a snippet of something it just it just doesn't interest me anymore it just feels really just so disjointed there are so many characters they that there's so many characters that they try to make you have feelings for there are so many characters that kind of get just shafted and pushed aside uh i feel like they focus on the wrong characters to give focus on if you know mm. what i mean kind of these characters just absolutely suck seem to be getting tons of airtime and ones that i've actually found in the past to be quite interesting have have like barely been shown and they've just like in the background um it just the, the show confuses me like i'm in it to the end of rick and then like we'll see like mm. i feel like if they def if they said to me oh you know season 10 is the last one i know the fuckers will get me back for one more at that point but yeah, I'd yeah. even be curious to watch it at that point. Just to yeah, see once you know there's an ending. But it, if this season ends and there's not a definitive ending after that, I'm done once Rick is done, man. Like, mm. It's not as if I have an attachment to him. I just feel like I need to find a stopping point somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are, are coming to. Like yeah. say, the fact that these ratings are this low and we, and we haven't even seen the end of Rick yet, yeah. um, it's going to be really curious because if that is like it's rumoured where it's kind of going to be the mid-season break, um, mm. I dread to think what the ratings are going to be like for the second half of that season when it comes back yeah. without Rick. Oh, it's it's going to be incredible. Um, Can't wait. But yeah, we shall see uh, on that one. Do you, wanna, um, do you want a little fun Pet cemetery fact thrown in on. there for you? Uh, Jason Clark, the second John Connor to star in a Pet cemetery movie. Is that what? Yeah. What? Yeah, Edward Furlong, star of Pet Cemetery Two. Oh my god, that's amazing! Boom. Yeah. Did You're you welcome. like just look that up and then realize it? <laughs> I just, yeah, I just as I was uh, looking that's at the fantastic. Pet Cemetery on IMDb, uh, I just saw the poster for Pet Cemetery Two, and I was like, "That's mm. fucking John Connor." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to click this to double check. Yeah. That's like, Fun um, isn't isn't there two Sarah Connors in Game of Thrones? Uh, so, yeah, correct. Sarah Connors uh, in Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, correct. Yeah, this is, I love these weird little Terminator facts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if I can give a Terminator fact, I will. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I've, I've done my job for the week, to be honest. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll see you for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about a wrong turn movie? Yeah. 
What yeah. are we on now? Six or seven? Well, no, they've done six. Um, so Wrong Turn Six, Last Resort, was the last mm. one in twenty. I think that might have been the first one I've not watched. It was a, it was a, it was a <sighs> classic movie. I, I mean, I've got to be honest. I've probably seen it. If only we were doing the show back then. Um, but uh, yeah, there's the hawks. The no. Yeah, I might. It have seen sounds it. like it is. They always go to the snow at some point. Um, but yeah, basically, it seems. Oh yeah, like... I watched this one. <laughs> it seems like uh, 20th Century Fox are bringing it back. Um, Sweet. No, no kind of word yet on on exactly what the rumors are that it is going to be like a quasi remake. You know, it's not going to be Wrong Turn Seven. It is going to be like a a big return and at least trying to get it in cinemas. Um, I just mm. wanted to bring it up because I like Wrong Turn. I think it's a cool movie. Um, yeah. Especially a couple of the sequels are pretty. I liked, decent as I was well. gonna say I liked a couple of the sequels and I like the way they went with it, where mm. like it was just wrong turn meant to me, uh, you know, a crazy over the top gore, just kind of you know hillbillies trying to kill people. Like it didn't, it didn't need to be any more coherent than that. And it kind of tried to get clever at points. Um, if this is the one I was thinking of, the most recent one, it was like a guy that's like inherits a house, and then like they go there, and the hillbillies are there and stuff. And it was just so deeply filled with this crazy plot and stuff that like I was just like, nah, mate, just just literally woods hillbillies murder mm. done. You know, that's all I need. Yeah, the simplicity yeah, of the first movie really worked yeah. so well. Um, yeah, I think it was yeah. the second one. Like, I really dug the second one. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of decent sequels mm. in there. Mm. Um, this last one just made me laugh because it, it was it was a Death House headline, and I was like, I've got to throw this in there. Um, <laughs> because the amount of times... Yeah, the amount I'm of not... false dawns with this one where it's like, hey, guys, it's coming in May. Hey, guys, it's coming in August. Um, well, the new one is, hey, guys, it's coming November 6th. Um, yeah, of course so it is. So maybe we'll be doing a show on this in three weeks. Who knows? Um... Yeah, not not the day <laughs> Overlord comes out pretty much. I think so. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Overlord's like the same day, isn't it? Yeah, in that case, definitely not. Um <laughs> But yeah, if it comes out, we'll watch it at some point. But I still don't believe you guys. <laughs> no, nope, nor do I. Um, <laughs> I mean, they've fooled us more than once at this point. Let's yeah, be honest. Definitely. Yeah, November seventh, UK for Overlord. So sorry, oh, <laughs> sorry, Death House. Yeah, so excited for Overlord, man. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but yeah, should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about Apostle. So yeah, obviously the sort of latest Netflix horror to arrive. Um, I would say they've been pretty good to us for the show so far. Would you say kind of leaning more um, towards positive yeah. than negative? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely way way more positive than negative. Like yeah, I think the baseline is like good, and then there's been a couple that have been exceptional. Yeah, um, yeah. and there's only We've been got one a boy or two kind of uh, yeah, Mickey Flanagan just churning out <laughs> classics on Netflix constantly. So yeah crazy yeah. like that he was once a stand-up comedian and now he's like a horror director like, yeah. <laughs> crazy turn hopefully the, the guys behind halloween can do a similar turn go from you know crazy. comedy to horror make that exactly transition. easily um, done but the, yeah no made the week. same joke two weeks in a row now that no one will get <laughs> <laughs> well guess what we're gonna make it next week as well <laughs> Yeah, um, i'm only on episode two so i've I've got another eight episodes there's worth. one guy at home who just popped so so loud for that for the mickey flanagan <laughs> reference um but yeah no apostle this week i don't i don't re-listen to the show that's not a thing <laughs> listen i'm trying to redirect it to this movie because i'm actually excited to talk about it sorry um, do it. <laughs> so yeah this this one obviously uh very excited for not only because it's a brand new netflix horror movie but mostly was why it was on my radar for a while was the director um of course uh, gareth evans um for people that don't know most notably he did the raid and the raid 2 um rewatched them both in the last couple of months they are both still masterpieces and uh, i just i love them so much and i was so excited that he was bringing his take of this crazy action and gore to specifically horror um obviously i I think the raids are kind of like an amalgamation of a lot of genres and and Mm. horror is definitely one of them but it's not you know it's not a straight up horror movie um whereas the fact that he had done a segment on vhs2 um safe haven which was one of the best ones on that on that film um it was cool that he was branching out and actually doing just a straight up horror movie um and that's what got me excited and the other aspect of it was kind of 
oh okay it's it's a period piece sort of that's not really my thing um but i am excited that he's doing something completely different um you know this movie visually setting wise um everything about it could not be less like the raid if it tried um and i think that's cool because it is he could easily be a guy that is just pigeonholed into making these movies his entire life um i know i'm one of the people that have been shouting for years please for god's sake make the raid free um but i also respect that he wants to do other stuff so this was very exciting um, yeah i mean at least he's staying in the genre we want uh yeah for that sort of thing like i was i was i was definitely like more tepid on this film because of the the period piece kind of being set in kind of like 1905 it, it mm. does turn me off a movie quite a bit when it kind of looks and feels the way it does it's it's not my wheelhouse at all um, yeah because we've even seen but, sort of good ones of those in the, in the recent years yeah. and even though they're ones that we respect they're just not stuff we like you know no no exactly um but yeah um Shall I kind of try yeah, to synopsize this one? It's fairly easy, really. I think they kind of set yeah. it up in the first sort of five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. There's a lot going of, on after that. But... We're joined by our lead, kind of Dan Stevens, who um, plays a guy called Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he um, basically has been um, discovered that he, his sister has been captured and being held ransom by this cult. Um and that he's basically uh, decided that um, he's not going to go there and just pay the ransom. He's going to go and try to infiltrate the cult because he doesn't believe that you know they're just going to pay the ransom and let them go. Mm. So he kind of tricks his way into the cult and then kind of you know basically starts to try to unravel the mystery as to what the hell this cult is, what the hell they're doing, but mostly kind of where the hell is his sister and how can he get her off the island? Mm. Um, because this cult has kind of taken um, refuge on this island. Um, is it overly apparent where this island is location-wise? Um, no, I assume from the accents and based upon the fact that the, dire- the director's Welsh, I would assume this is somewhere in Wales. Yeah, well, because I think a lot of it was kind of fil- filmed in Wales and kind of it looked, you know, it did look very Welsh. Um, yeah, it's like they never say it in the movie, is it? It's not no. important, but yeah, we would assume yeah, based upon all like, things. You know, with, with the times, it's just kind of this undiscovered, uncharted island, basically, mm. that, that they kind of have... have gone and, and found themselves on um and kind of you know we'll unpack a bit more because there's there's some very weird things that are going on with the cult um but you know that, that that's effectively the meat of the movie really kind of you know dan stevens trying to find his sister and, and getting kind of certainly in no way does he get kind of embedded in the cult and start to you know try to embrace their activities or anything like that he's just very much trying to figure out what the hell's going on and get out of there as soon as possible yeah, like he has his mission statement, and that's just yeah. all he's there to do. You know, yeah. that's his main Find focus. sister, save sister, job yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, synopsis done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, should we just dive in, I guess, what we think? Go for it, bro um yeah i i really like this movie a lot i think i think it was it was so close to being like exceptional and and i think that as we get into it there are there are a few things that i'll unpack where i'm like oh this this missed the mark a little bit and this small thing but i think overall i really really like this movie especially for a netflix movie um and i know that's not something that kind of needs to always be brought up but um the look of this movie, it felt like a big movie, if that makes sense. Where I think that's kind of been my criticism. A lot of these um, Netflix productions is like, oh, it's cool, but you can only get a certain level, I think, on a Netflix. Whereas this, to me, felt big. It felt like there was a lot going on. Um, there was this entire island and this entire cult and this entire setting that i really just like fell into um and i was really enamored throughout the movie really um especially for a long movie as well where i was just like thoroughly enjoying it and it was never one that i was kind of worrying about the the running time or anything like that um i definitely think as the movie tries to give you a lot towards the end is when it is when it starts to become its weakest um and the ending is is good it's not exceptional you know it didn't like nail the ending i was mm. like wow bravo it was just like oh, okay like you kind of wrote yourselves into a corner and i kind of understand that's the avenue you went um but kind of early on man i, I there was so much to love i think early on of this movie like i i really like the setup of this movie and how just basic it was um I, I was saying to you when we watched it kind of it felt like the start of a video game um um, where this like your protagonist just gets given this note and he's just reading yeah, it and saying, like, like go you need, 
yeah like it yeah. is the start of a bioshock game you know like here's the note bring us the girl and and save save your sister sort of thing and it just immediately i was like that's awesome i loved that it. it was like this weird um style of kind of going through all these checks to get on a boat to then go to this island that no one knew where it was and it was and then they had to walk really far and it it proper felt like it was away from like actual civilization um and that's something that's really hard to make believable in these types of movies where it's like how would a cult ever survive um and i think they made that really believable like i believe this was a place that was in the arse end of nowhere that the law would not be able to get involved in um and they definitely um kind of drill down on that later on when they start talking about the problems they're having as a community and kind of just trying to survive in the middle of nowhere like the problems that that brings up you know like sustaining life and and, and just general things that you would take for granted when you live in, an, in a better society um mm. but so like the early stuff i really enjoyed i really liked a lot of the characters our, our protagonist is an interesting one really because he's kind of like just this drifter loner character and that's that's pretty much who he is yeah he's a weird um, one isn't he yeah he's never he's never really given much backstory he's not like this um powerful strong lead but like purposely like he's supposed to be this kind of almost like a bit of a loser really but he's just you know he's he's going there for the love of his sister and, and that's it really and you kind of uh, at no point did i ever really feel like he was gonna be successful i kind of assumed that he just wouldn't be um mm. based upon how poorly he handles a lot of different things rather than yeah he, he just kind of yeah he doesn't really he just bundles his way yeah. through a lot of it really which is yeah. quite weird yeah it's yeah. interesting like i kind of like that because he's not just this big hero of like oh i'm on this island and i'm gonna kill everyone i'm gonna save the day and especially um with we've seen that in the raid perfectly like the lead dude is superman in the raid like he's the best action yeah. star that's ever lived he can be every single person in a fist fight he's he's amazing with guns and cars and everything where so i like that they strip that back yeah yeah character. dan's gonna get the shit kicked out of him from everywhere really in this movie like as soon yeah. as he tries to kind of have confrontation yeah like i never felt like oh yeah just wait until he gets in a fist fight with these guys like yeah. i always thought like no you need to like he needs to stay undercover and he needs to stay out of everyone's way um but yeah no and then you kind of get introduced to a lot of the other different characters i think there was a lot going on like it it, it gave me more story threads and, and other supporting characters that i i wasn't expecting like i really thought this would just be a case of we got our lead character he's trying to find his sister and then there's a crazy cult and that was it whereas like i was actually drawn to a lot of the other characters um there's kind of like i guess there's like three main families that have kind of populated mm. the cult yeah there's like um, the founding three families isn't there pretty yeah. much that's really cool because you get introduced to like the kind of the the parents the elders but then they all kind of have like younger children sort of like young adults um mm. and so you get that dynamic of them not really wanting to believe in the cult and, and wanting it's, to do different things i found that a bit weird in the i, I wondered like how long this cult has been going on like were these mm. not children, very long i would imagine so these children were pre-existing and kind of yeah before they discovered the island and then have moved to the island because kind of when we first kind of get a bit of backstory on the three guys um it kind of seemed like they were shipwrecked on this island and discovered it yeah the, the original guys are yeah yeah and obviously the three guys you know they had to get more people to the island to start to populate it but then so i'm assuming then they just kind of found this island but then also managed to find their way back home to then come back and populate it and obviously there are cargo runs and passenger runs now of new cult members um but that, that did seem a little bit kind of odd how they managed to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I wasn't sure how long this cult has been going on and living on this island. Yeah, it's definitely undeterminable. Like, it's mm. never really strictly said. Like you say, the only the only real backstory you get is that a couple of scenes where it shows them kind of being shipwrecked mm. and first discovering it. Um, but yeah, I would imagine based upon the way they look as well, like maybe two to three years is what my guess would be it definitely hasn't been a case of like you know they them repopulating it sort of yeah thing. i mean they've built um, quite a lot of infrastructure yeah but... that's true actually there is a lot there like maybe it is yeah. longer maybe it is five yeah. years or something yeah um but uh yeah like I, I just liked a lot of the characters and then kind of getting into the horror stuff as well i think that was why like i really really liked the horror in this a lot um it was kind of what elevated it for me where usually this type of movie if you're going to get the kind of the slow burn 
the period piece, the kind of the interesting characters and the weird kind of um, like this movie's so tense. Like that's something that I definitely want to pick up on. There's like so many moments where I really was like feeling it. I don't know about you, but there's like a tenseness to so many scenes where you just like you almost don't want to breathe because it's so horrible what's happening. Whether it's a a scene of you know someone hiding, or whether it's a scene of some really brutal violence, or whether it's a scene that you know is going to set up something really horrible down the way. Um, I felt like there was a real like foreboding throughout the movie where I was just like, oh, something horrible is going to happen. Um, and I really liked that because I thought it suited the tone of the movie really well. Because um, that's kind of what I don't like about these a lot of these period pieces is you feel like you just you watch it and, and it's the setting and you're not really going to get the payoff. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, you feel like you're, you're only going to get like an hour, you know, uh, the final 10 minutes of the movie yeah. is going to go batshit crazy. And you're not going to get it throughout. Yeah, you might, if you're lucky, get one or two of the crazy scenes. Like, I remember The Witch, Ooh. where it's like, oh, it's it's a cool movie and everything, but those those crazy moments, like, I can remember them in my head, like, where there's, like, two moments. Whereas this Ooh. one, it kind of, it really litters them throughout the movie. Like, there's a lot going on in the first act, really, which is really shocking and really crazy when you see it. Um, and then it really doesn't give up really like and it keeps going um towards the end like i say i think it loses its luster a little bit towards the end because it shows you so much and then i was kind of like oh you've you've shown me everything now it's not really as scary or as tense anymore yeah um so i definitely think it lost it towards the end but like for the most part i was just so invested and really and really along for the ride really um what was your sort of overall take on the movie yeah i'm really struggling to know where i land 100 percent on this movie Hmm. like i um I definitely enjoyed it quite a bit. I think I'm less than you, and I think I'll probably end up sounding quite negative. Hmm. Um, but I don't mean to be. Like, I think this movie, I think the biggest thing for me was I felt, as you said, it it came very close to being, like, something really special, and I think it missed the mark on that. And kind of when you get something that could gets that close, you then kind of feel ultimately disappointed because you're like, yeah. oh, I just could have, it could have got there. Because there were a few kind of things that you you kind of touched upon there that i didn't get the feeling for um a couple of the major things for me was the the cult itself and the cult leader i i didn't i didn't find him that fantastic i i kind of he, he wasn't this kind of egnac kind of like this this kind of big leader that was kind of you know um really felt the part he, nor did he feel like an absolute fraud he kind of just felt mm. like somewhere in between meandering like i don't i don't ever really believed how he got this amount of people following him because he just kind of felt a bit you know anticlimactic um the the cult itself felt quite weird as well that i was super into the early scenes where like you say he's kind of um gets gets on the the boat and he kind of um you know, kind of tricks his way onto it and sees what happens when they kind of don't think you're part of their cult. And kind mm-hmm. of then he kind of stays the first night and he gets given like this uh, jar and kind of like ultimately figures out that like, you know, they're leaving like these blood sacrifices and stuff. Yeah. And like, all of so that, crazy. Like, this is this is crazy. And like, what the hell is this cult? But mm. then kind of it strips itself back and the cult becomes almost non-existent for, for pretty much almost all of the movie, I feel. Um, where it's almost like there's the three house leaders that we spoke upon, but everyone else is just kind of chilling, wanting to live their life. They're like, oh, yeah, we have to give a bit of blood now and then. And mm. I really wanted it to be more like um, the whole, um, you know, the whole community was deeply embedded in this cult because almost every character we get introduced to, apart from that, um, like all of the siblings don't want to be there. They're all planning an escape to an extent. So, so at that point, you've almost got more characters that are getting on-screen time that are, are basically on Dan, uh, you know, Thomas's uh, wavelength, where they just want to leave and don't want to be there. And it kind of makes it feel less like this crazy cult. Um, kind of, you know, one of the beginning scenes we have like this uh, church scene where, um, obviously, that that's like one of the first kind of sermons. What, what's the what's the leader's guy? I forgot his name. Uh, now. Prophet Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. yeah, and kind of, you know, we we didn't get a lot more of that post that scene, and I kind of like, like I said, I don't want to come across too negative because I do quite like this movie a bit, but I felt like it didn't have that special source there as well, um, and then it 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 had some 
fantastic kind of gore in it and, and really brutal scenes. I think some of the suspenseful scenes, I wasn't feeling as suspenseful as you were talking about. I kind of felt, especially the ones that had Thomas in, I kind of felt like I knew that this wasn't going to be going anywhere. I didn't, I didn't feel the, the tension for him throughout. It kind of felt like he was, he was not playing like a clever man in hiding, nor was the cult kind of really felt like they were actively looking for him. It just kind of mm. felt like they were going to clash at some like bundle into each other at some point. They never felt like there was a clever exchange between like them and him. Um, you know, but, but taking that aside, like I really enjoyed quite a few scenes. There's kind of a scene where he, he inevitably helps the cult leader. Um, and I thought that scene was very, very well done and kind of interesting. Um, mm. And I kind of was hoping that he would kind of get his air and kind of get embedded in it a bit more, but then he kind of doesn't. Um, yeah, they immediately step away from soon. that, don't they? Yeah. And so I, I kind of felt like there was quite a few threads that were kind of weaved into it that they didn't go down and then kind of the one that they leaned into heavily um when it all starts to kick off and kind of you know not going into spoilers just yet but that kind of felt like the one that i wasn't that interested in i i wanted kind of you know thomas to be a bit more clever and kind of have a bit more of a resolution that way instead of this kind of you know him just in there as other things are going on kind of you know didn't didn't feel as as, as kind of you know satisf- satisfying for it mm. um but yeah i think one of the things it had as well was some really you know it had some really scary scenes and some really kind of good imagery um kind of when we get into the cult and kind of what they're worshiping and stuff some of that stuff was really creepy mm. and really interesting and with with a lot of these movies, it left me wanting more and kind of wanting to know more. Um, so yeah, it's a real weird one. It's one that I'm kind of you know think about quite a bit, and definitely kind of you know once it had finished, wasn't just done with. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting because, like I said, I, I really think there's a lot going on, and obviously it's a long movie, um, mm. which we've complained about recently on a lot of these movies. Whereas I feel like, yeah, there's there is a lot where it's like I wanted more cult action, but then the movie becomes two and a half hours, and I would like a bit more backstory on the island, but then the movie becomes three hours, and I think it's it's very difficult to toe that line. It's almost it like this would maybe feel... be better suited for a TV show because there was so much going on. Yeah. It kind of um, felt that way for me, to be honest. It kind of felt like I, I could finish, like, you know, this was almost like a couple of episodes, yeah. and then we got, like, a quick, quickish ending, and I could have done with it being a, uh, you know, Hill House-type thing where mm. I just get, like, 10 one-hour episodes of it because yeah. I really wanted more of the cult being unpicked, you know, more of what they're worshipping. Yeah, let being. them breathe more. Let them certain, let you actually see the characters. cult. Yeah, and I think that's the thing where, like, my, my biggest criticisms of it is that I didn't get enough of yeah. the stuff. And kind of, you know, like I say, because the culty stuff, it wasn't like I hated the culty stuff. It just it it moved away from it so fast that, like, yeah. for for the for the second hour of this movie, it was just everyone trying to escape from it. And I really love these movies when they are just trying to figure out what the hell this cult is, what are they worshiping, why are they all gone to this place, why are they all following this one guy? And it didn't really explore that too much. Yeah, definitely. because it kind of it kind of felt a bit like you'd all be better off just back on the mainland. And like a few characters come to that realization as well. Yeah, I think uh, he arrives at know. the time when a vast majority of people have come to that realization, really. Like you said, it, it feels like he when he first arrives there, they try and make it seem like he's this big outsider um, and all this stuff. Whereas in reality, he's in the majority like he kind of befriends someone quite early on who is like suddenly his kind of his dude like you're you're with me now like you're gonna be we both have the same goal and the same vision and we're just boys for life and then kind of that group only gets bigger throughout the movie um and it really does start to feel like almost malcolm is the one that's, that's in the minority and is the and is the one that's almost fighting to keep the cult alive um and that's not something that i was expecting going in it really felt like i loved that this was a place that felt like it was in the middle of nowhere and this lone dude who was an unskilled dude who didn't really have a plan was going there just because he really wanted to save his sister and then ultimately the kind of the ultimate plan just kind of fell in his lap didn't it where it just kind of it just kind of happened um yeah I, I think definitely think a lot of what we said is kind of where my negatives lie in this movie is pretty much all from the writing aspect um because yeah, it, like felt, say, it felt like our main character just kind of 
stepped into the background and let everything mm. go wrong around him. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, definitely it, what that's definitely what happened in the end. Um, yeah, and he was almost inconsequential to what what happened. Yeah, where exactly. He pretty much was, you know. Which, but, but like, you know, I think the writing is strong in the sense that it does set up an interesting world that's cool, and like, I enjoy living in it. But yeah, ultimately, oh, he yeah, just doesn't definitely. he doesn't tie it well enough towards the end. Um, because, like I say, I really think that everything else about this movie is so strong is on that upper level in terms of like judging this movie based upon everything else we've seen this year. I think it's up there. I think like the visuals, I think the cinematography, like it's, it's a beautifully made movie. Mm. Um, and it's one that, like you say, I'm kind of gutted that it's just on a Netflix. Like I would love to have seen this on the big screen. Yeah. Like, well, cause I love the, the big one, open. The way it looks, like you say, for this sort of period piece thing, um, yeah. it's not my cup of tea, but it, but it looked so good. And like yeah. everyone looks so disheveled. Mm. Um, and just kind of, you know, looked from that place in time. There was, there was no one, um, cause, cause not even to like rag on the witch or anything, but there's like characters within that kind of, you know, felt like they were playing a role at times and kind mm. of were recognizable. And Dan Stevens is, is very recognizable for like yeah. the roles he's been in, but he just, he just looked like shit in this movie. Like yeah. he has looked like he'd been wrecked. And I was like, you're almost unrecognizable from like the person I know you are. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really respected that. Like, what did you think of uh, Malcolm kind of as the, the prophet? Well, I liked him. Um, and I, especially again, it's difficult without going into spoilers, but I think that he's, he's decent in the first act. And then as we learn more about him and his role um, and, and as his kind of position in the movie shifts, I liked his, I liked where he got shifted to, if that makes sense. Like, I think that that felt more mm. natural. Um, it, it felt like, oh, we kind of understand what we're doing here with this character. Because like you say, he doesn't feel like this Beale, Endel cult leader at the start of the movie. Um, it does just feel like it's kind of happened to him. And he just kind of seems to be the guy that's like taken the lead role. Whereas, yeah, he doesn't feel like a natural leader to me. Um, and so the fact that the movie does address that, I really liked and I and I did like the way it kind of rounded up with his character for sure. Um but I liked a lot of other characters better, I will say. Like I thought there was there was yeah. better characters in the movie. I, I really did like Dan Stevens' performance because like I it was fantastic. Like, yeah. Because this is a hard role to play because of how weird it is. Like he's very he doesn't talk much in this movie. Um when he does, Well he's an unnatural lead, like you say. Yeah. He's an he's he's an anti hero, but he's yeah. not a hero by the regular definition of an anti-hero because because yeah. ordinarily an anti-hero ultimately becomes a hero yeah. and at no point do, does he do that um you know even when we get to the end he he's he's he doesn't do anything overly heroic or crazy he's just like a dude that, that just wants to save his sister and doesn't really know how the hell he's going to do it, but he's prepared to die and, mm. and just wants to throw himself in there because he's got nothing else to live for yeah and it kind of really felt well. like at any point in the movie he, he might just end it he, yeah. you know he'd just be like i just can't save her like yeah. and it, he was never gonna do anything crazy heroic he's gonna be like nah fuck it i'm just gonna you know jump off this cliff yeah you know? yeah <laughs> like, if it through the movie he did that i wouldn't have been surprised by the way his character's mindset was no definitely like that's a really good point because that is who his character is in this movie and you know as we get more of his backstory we learn that like he's been through some shit um and kind of mm. like his his faith and everything has been I... tested to the point that he just doesn't care anymore yeah. so he is he is purely here and he's like as long as my sister is alive at the end of this i've won and that is a really cool yeah, take I, I on liked, this character um I liked that they, they, they kind of introduce a character that in most films would have been a love interest. Mm. Um, it, Malcolm's daughter, who's like a, the kind of nurse medic kind of in the area. And she kind of, is, she's a little bit flirty with him, isn't she? Yeah. And kind of, you know, wanting to know a bit about him. And he just straight up doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, he's just like, you're not my sister. I'm just here to say my sister. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, 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 don't bother. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that because it just yeah he just was so dead inside that he was just like i, I can't you're nice and all but no nah. yeah. he just walks off he just like literally the scene they have and he's just like oh i've just uh and just walks off yeah <laughs> and, like just wanders off into the crowd and she's like that's not how i expected that to go yeah and yeah i i kind of you know i dug that i think um yeah he he for me was was so good in this movie i i really enjoyed most of the things he was in mm. uh most of the scenes he was in i think kind of I had a lot of questions about his character like throughout as well, kind of what was wrong with him and what caused him to get in that state. And they kind of answer it in the end, but it's one of these things where, like I say, I, I would have really dug this to have been a 10 part 
uh, you know, series on Netflix, especially with Netflix loving their their series mm. and stuff. I could have done with this being a ten hour spectacle, but then uh, you know, five times the budget of what they've already got probably is not, not yeah impossible. You know, yeah, because I mean, it's like you say, it's already impressive that you, that you can pull off a yeah. movie like this on Netflix, that you can pull off a believable period piece anyway, because that costs a lot of money um, to to really nail the kind of the costumes, the lo- the location alone is stunning. Like it's such an awesome location. Um, mm. I'm such a huge fan of these horror movies that have such a unique style and look, and that's definitely what I got in the raid as well and and like it's so think, vastly um, different to the raid but also still beautiful in its own way um yeah i think though when you when you are um talking about like these netflix movies and stuff i think like annihilation felt like a grand scale cinema release you know yeah, I well think, they picked it up think, didn't they lay on like cloverfield true true but i just think like there there are a lot of things now that like it almost at this point you know the netflix conversation is a mute point i think because they can just do it so well um yeah i definitely it think is uh, the that, way the future is now yeah there, there has been a few like that will smith movie bright was very much like that just looked like a will smith movie that you would go see hmm. at the cinema and, and had big action set pieces and that and yeah but that's still i think the minority you know like it's not every movie and obviously every movie doesn't have to be that way um, oh yeah I it's still never gonna be their model I, is it when I think of a, a Netflix thing, I think of a Orange is the New Black or I think of all these shows which are pretty much set in one location that is mostly just conversations, um, which mm-hmm. I enjoy, um, like 13 Reasons Why and all these other shows. Like I imagine Sabrina will be similar as well, where it'll be about the characters and about learning about them and caring for them. It's not necessarily about location, cinematography, kind of like blood and guts, uh, which this movie has a lot of. Um, so yeah, that mm-hmm. was just something that I kind of really liked. Um, this this movie had some of the like best kills that we've had all year in it as well there there was some brutal shit in this movie yeah like that's the thing because like i don't want to sound like i'm negative on this because i i really did like this movie it's one of those where like you 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 tend to critique the things that you you feel like could have been oh definitely really upper echelon i think kind of you know going back to early in the year i said like about annihilation where i was like annihilation for like most of that running time was 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 almost like this, this is my perfect movie mm. <laughs> and like this, this certainly isn't my perfect movie because it's a period piece but it, i was almost like holy shit yeah like this 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 is this is my favorite of this 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 kind of genre and it probably still is yeah i was gonna say but, it is for um, me <laughs> yeah but like i was like oh my god this is this is like i i completely just forgot about it and i pretty much like as soon as it opened you know it, w- was on board with with what they were giving me you yeah. know, with with this kind of period piece style, um, yeah. You know, I think, and and I think you're right as well that this movie does does deserve, uh, like I say, among with other things on Netflix. Not to damn play the Netflix model, but I would love to see something like this on the big screens. I think it would look beautiful. Yeah, definitely. I just want to give another shout out to the gore as well because it is amazing. Like, it's such a great use of the of the horror elements, really. Where obviously we've talked about it before, like. This movie is a weird one to describe because in some ways I think of it as a slow burn, but then I'm like, hang on a minute. There's like stuff going on constantly. Um, mm. It's, it is slow at times, but there's always stuff moving. I was always either caring about character development, which is a lot of like so many characters go full circle in this movie, which I loved um, the plot being brought forward, the kind of our main drive, which is getting Thomas to his sister. And that's kind of been the main drive for, I guess the first two acts of the movie. Um, but but then just also like these crazy moments of gore that are littered throughout um, and they really hit you harder because it's like this, you know, the way this movie looks, it's it's very much this grounded reality movie and you kind of don't expect to see these like crazy visceral, almost like sore moments in this mm. movie. Um, yeah. And like a, a certain character as well, just looks straight out of like Silent Hill. Um, and, and this, yeah. Yeah, I, I need to figure out who that guy yeah, is yeah there's just i i just really enjoyed this movie like i say is if it would have nailed the ending i would have been sitting here like saying this is the second coming of christ um but it didn't <laughs> nail the ending and so i'm still i still really 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 like this movie it's it's 100 one of my favorite movies of this year um but it's just kind of it's not at that upper 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 echelon just because it, it unfortunately failed a few things but i still really enjoyed this movie a hell of a lot um it definitely delivered as well on, on kind of what i wanted it to be mm. kind of i i think that 
especially because of like you say that's that's the main issue is when we go into these like haunting movies like if it's one that i really like i need to give it more credit because that's just not something that i'm particularly into um and so the fact that this is a period horror movie which i'm not into at all that i really really enjoyed i have to give um everyone involved like massive massive credit for that um yeah definitely i mean especially like when you look at the you know period piece the run in time yeah so much good that's two things that we rag on like and and he kind of dropped out the window really 100 percent. um so yeah would would you recommend people check this one out nah man don't bother (laughs) yeah yeah definitely i mean like i say i wish i wish it was out in cinemas i'd recommend the cinema viewing on it but definitely kind of pick it up at home i think it's you you need to be ready for it i think is Mm. the only thing like this this isn't like uh you know the netflix model you know the kind of netflix and chill like this is not a netflix and chill this is a this is a netflix and be kind of you know drawn in for two two hours yeah 100 percent. uh but yeah when you're ready for it definitely go experience yeah it. and this is an experience um yeah i highly recommend you it's a no-brain if you have netflix and you need to watch a horror movie this halloween has you one really because try obviously it's difficult because you've just had a conversation talking about it but try not to know too much about this um we haven't remotely gone into spoilers, which is good. I was going to say we've. I think we've not touched on. We, we've tried to not touch on any real cornerstones. Mm. There's some real Huge crazy reveals. shit that I would love to talk yeah. about, and I, I just don't want no. to because that's not what this podcast yeah. does. Uh, you know, but like, yeah, yeah. don't watch a trailer. So yeah, anything, there, there just are, watch it. yeah, there are a lot of things that could give away some really cool moments, especially because we we've talked about. Obviously, you'll be expecting there's cool horror moments, but we haven't actually described what any of them are. And obviously, if you've seen the trailer, no. like I had previously, I knew what some of those set pieces were. Um, yeah, and I didn't. I was blown away by it. Like when when some of this shit goes down, and like some of these kills and set pieces come into play, I was just like, I was not expecting this. At exactly, all. and that's awesome. That's such an awesome feeling that yeah. we, we really get from horror, where it's the actual the horror elements are the ones that blow us away and are unexpected and that's awesome um so yeah this is this is a fantastic movie available now on netflix worldwide that you guys should definitely check out um so yeah that was our discussion on apostle uh, we will take a short break and we will be right back yeah just to sort of round us off briefly this is of course our last show before the big one the big halloween one yeah my god um so i i thought i'd spend my sunday night wisely um watch watch yeah. free movies back to back because why not it is the spooky season um i didn't intend on watching free movies that's just what happened uh and so yeah you know sometimes you get caught up in the moment yeah right? so the first one was a little movie called halloween h2o um much talked about on the show Brain. It, it is a fantastic movie i can confirm having rewatched it um it's it's an interesting one because i kind of remember different things about it um i always think that joseph gordon levitt is like in this movie like has a character um and i'm always shocked when he's killed in the first scene um so that's always Not fun it. it's great um another thing that's really interesting and, and it's something that i feel like would be massively egregious if we if we watch this kind of now um and review was reviewing it in 2018 but there's pretty much about 55 minutes where no no one gets killed um it's kind of the opening scene and then michael's kind of in the background and he's kind of like slowly stalking and which is really cool um but then you kind of get this like the final because this movie is a short ass movie as well this is when movies were short um which was nice it's it's like 80 minutes and and yeah it's not until about the hour mark when it really the body count starts to hit um Mm. And yeah, all those kills are great. It's it's a really, really cool movie. It just it really stays true to the original, this suspenseful slasher, mm. you know, kind of when you when you watch the original Halloween, it's it's very similar to that. You know, you get the opening kill scene with Michael and then and then you kind of have a while where like he's stalking Laurie throughout the day. Obviously he breaks out first and yeah, he's stalking her throughout the day, you know, kind of stalking the babysitters, and then you eventually start to get the kills. And I think that kind of suspenseful slasher is almost where it goes into and like it 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 definitely shied away from that and yeah i i I mean we we did our ranking recently i I bloody love it yeah it's awesome i love the ending i i really like laurie in this movie as well like it's my favorite of her performances by far um i love this take on the character and it's kind of it's interesting that they're kind of rehashing it but not really with the new one and it's i i think it's less interesting in the new one than it was in this like i liked that she was kind of the 
uh, principal of this high school. Um, it was such a cool setting as well. I liked to be in on the face of things, the Laurie that she was probably portrayed by the, pre- the press, mm. like this this strong kind of you know fighter that that destroyed michael and then kind of in the background she's like a recovering alcoholic and kind of traumatized every halloween and you know she is this strong figure for for you know kind of you know 11 months of the year but for halloween she's just kind of she can't cope still mm. and yeah I, I really love that take yeah it's a really fantastic movie um and then yeah there was only one movie that i had to watch after that um no there wasn't <laughs> No, one hundred percent. Which was Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> You're a piece um, of I I had to watch it because I just had to see the opening scene again. Like it's oh, it really is something. I tell you what, visually, it really reminds me of the new Halloween because Laurie, for some reason, has a long hair wig in that scene, which I'd completely forgot. Um, because of course she has short hair throughout all of H2O. Um, and then kind of at the start of Resurrection, where she's like in the mental asylum, she just suddenly has like shoulder length hair <laughs> um and yeah time has passed bro. yeah not that much time um so yeah it's, it's a terrible scene and obviously it's it's really wild it's such a weird scene as well like how he kills her where she like kisses him on the lips through his mask and then says yeah. like see you in hell and stuff it's it's weird man and then like from that moment on the movie's just one of the biggest pieces of shit i've seen in a very long time like it's i was fast forwarding through it because i couldn't get to the end um yeah i don't know i don't know how you did it man it's just like all these awful characters it's, it has the the most pointless link possible to michael myers to like make a movie like considering considering this week i've watched killer clowns from outer <laughs> space and i'm 100 percent happier with my decisions mm. in life than yours <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 awful like it's really really awful i was watching it and i was thinking like actually this might be worse than halloween too <laughs> um like it yeah. doesn't obviously doesn't make me irrationally angry like that movie does because i just don't give a shit about resurrection yeah, I think that's the thing you, you're just like it's it's a turd but at least it's you know it's a turd in a franchise where you kind of have got so many good mm. things but you know when we've only got so many rob movies so yeah. yeah so it was it was just like oh that that brought me back <sighs> down which was good uh, i needed it after the highs of h2o um and then yeah, yeah after that i guess there was only one movie i could watch after that um which was the fly <laughs> yeah why not yeah bro? why not we we talked about it a couple of weeks ago didn't we really where i was kind of it mm. was on my mind for a while and then i think it was when we had the the call of the cool 80s horror conversation the other week um where yeah. it kind of was in my mind again and i was like I, I just need to watch the fly um so yeah watched it and it's it's bloody awesome like i i kind of it's a movie that i obviously saw years and years and years ago and remember liking and kind of outside the you know the the plot that you can read online the kind of one uh sentence synopsis i couldn't tell you anything else about that movie prior to last week you know um and mm. so like scene to scene i was excited to see how he's changing throughout the movie and kind of jeff goldblum and gina davis they they're so amazing like it's awesome that you know back in the day i guess we get it kind of a little bit now but when you have these like a-list actors doing horror um they really elevate it and i thought that was really awesome and it's cool that that the movie only really has three characters as well yet it keeps it so interesting and fresh from scene by scene um yeah amazing practical i feel effects. like i've seen fly two more than fly yeah, I was one gonna say, I, like, I, I do want to watch the fly two yeah um but yeah, amazing practical effects as well. Like super creepy oh, as well. Like it was proper creeping me out when I was watching it. Um, but yeah, I just loved it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Like I, I wasn't time for an hour release. Really. Yeah, I know. I it was a shame I couldn't get it. But um, yeah, it was it was it was one that I was like, oh, I think I'll like this movie. I didn't expect to be kind of like blown away by it, but I was like so pumped after watching this movie. I was like, hell yeah! That's kind of why I want to just go back and revisit all these movies now. Where it's like Pet Cemetery is another one where it's like. Yep, remember liking it. Couldn't really take mm-hmm. scene by scene. Like House is another one. Um, there's loads of these movies that see, I just haven't rewatched. See, for it's years. funny because, like, um, you you talk about our kind of conversation that we had about the eighties um, horror doc, mm. and kind of one of the things that I remembered, like, when we were talking about that, was like my love so much was picking a film purely based off its artwork, yeah. and it's something that like we we don't do in this day and age um and i've kind of gone back and started to do that mm. um that's why i really want to see one of the things that we've spoke about <laughs> yeah like off air like we spoke about it kind of like the the, the we've talked about them a lot and we're we're, we're not under commission right? <laughs> but like the what what arrow are doing right now like all of their releases i've i'm basically just picking movies off you know the, the shelf of their restorations purely based off the artwork and i'm having a great time mm. like i've um 
you know, this week I watched Pieces, um, which is like an early 80s slasher movie. It has a great cover up from the original and kind of the Arrow one. And, you know, the, the tagline, this movie is exactly what you think it is. And it, and it 100% is just like this really fun slasher movie. You know, the, uh, I picked up uh, when we were at Fright Fest, um, Microwave Massacre, <laughs> which just had the most hilarious kind of front cover that I instantly had to watch. And I like, watched that again this week. And like... The, you know, we, we spoke about it, like these Arrow kind of films that they pick, it kind of feels like there is like this seal of approval on it where like you kind of know that you're going to get something that's not complete trash. Mm. Like I'm not saying these movies are, you know, in comparison to like The Fly, do you know what mm. I mean? But like these movies are just like they're fun, dumb, fun and charming. Like they have they have this level of like cheesy charm to them that, that these kind of you know i feel like the nostalgia of the 80s kind of like they they really are giving it to me strong like when i when i kind of just wanted it you know when you kind of want to go on a nostalgia trip and then you 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 get exactly what you're after like these movies are definitely doing that and i'm discovering I've, I've never, i haven't seen either of those movies before yeah and you know discovering these these old movies because of the artwork and kind of going on that nostalgia trip has been is it's fun man like I, i'm gonna keep doing it like I'm just scouring these Arrow releases now. Like, what, what crazy-ass movie have you put into an amazing 2K restoration for me to watch? Yeah. I definitely think with, with those Arrow releases, like, you're never going to get something that's just boring. Um, you yeah, are going to exactly. get something that's, that's at least fun. Um, and that's kind of, like, the biggest negative that we've talked about on this show with these movies is when we watch a movie for the show and it's just boring, that's the worst thing, you know, because even if it's terrible, yeah. we have something to talk about. Whereas when it's just dull... Yeah, because, like microwave massacre watching that i don't want to critique it for the show my god but like <laughs> just watching it for like 80 minutes like i just found it hilarious mm. like i was just like this is exactly what i need where i where i just want to switch off and see some dumb stuff yeah and and just have some laughs like <laughs> that movie's weird man yeah like and that's exactly what i want like these these little snippets of gold and arrow uh, they do they're doing a fantastic job of creating it like i say it really does feel like a arrow seal of approval like when you see that little a at the start that little kind of logo and on the box and everything you really feel like you're going to get you're not going to get something that is just complete trash yeah for sure um but yeah speaking of complete trash are you excited for next week yeah man <laughs> i can't wait do you where's it gonna where's it gonna rank yeah i mean so i guess we'll obviously go into it next week but like do you genuinely think this movie is going to be like fantastic or are you just trolling i i i have high hopes do you yeah, I just, I I love the Halloween movies, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I definitely so don't just, as much, so I think that's what yeah. I'm coming from. I love this, I love this franchise, and I just feel like there's been way more hits than misses. Ooh, um, I don't you know, know. When, that's, when we that's big, that's fighting talk. They definitely have. There's ten movies. Yeah, I mean, like good. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> really? <laughs> I like. I like. Tell me four, five, and six are all good. All of them. Yeah, man. Mm, I'll take I your word for it. Yeah, like I, that's the thing. I dig all of the movies apart from two of them. Yeah. So like for me, I'm just like, you, do you know what I mean? Like when I go into a Hellraiser or a <laughs> Leatherface movie at this point, I'm like, oh, you've burnt me, and you've burnt me a lot of times consistently. Yeah. Whereas you know, I mean, I, granted, I agree with you that Halloween's the, better than only those one two franchises. <laughs> only one of the last three has been good. Mm. You know, if we're gonna go by my my ranking tree, so you know that's that's not as positive. Mm. But I'm I'm you know I'm focusing on the eight out of ten, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like I, I like I said, I just can't wait to finally see it. I think I, I kind of discussed it ages ago, but I think at a minimum, I hope we just get a fun slasher movie. That's kind of what I want from it. Like I hope we get to see Michael looking awesome on screen with some really cool kills. And I think what we've seen teased in the trailer so far seems to be delivering that. Because um, I'm not really super into the story that they're telling, to be honest. Um, it depends where it goes, um, and, and I guess what a lot of the other characters are like. Um, yeah, I'm almost not excited for Laurie in this movie. You know. I don't I don't really need a ton of her. I just want the Michael stuff. Like I said, I just want him exactly that. Just just getting the fun kills and doing Michael shit. Yeah, and I think that'll um, be probably the bulk of the middle of the movie, which is what I'm most yeah. excited for. I really kind of like the early stuff might be a bit slow and then the finale stuff where they tie it towards Laurie and that I feel like I'm not that excited for. Whereas yeah, the middle part where it's just Michael on a rampage, you know, that that amazing mm. scene 
scene in the trailer when he is just walking it, down the street and then he kind of like grabs feels, the kitchen knife and everything. Doesn't it? Doesn't it feel weird that I feel like we could almost half review the movie from the trailers? Oh, easily. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't feel like that has happened to us often. But this movie, like you no, say, I not really feel. Either. I haven't no, really no, gone no, over I'm it with not, a fine tooth comb. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Uh, break it down i've seen that trailer you know a few times and then you know mostly because we've had to watch it in the cinema but yeah i i honestly feel like i know the start beginning and end of this movie and can almost sit down and talk you through wh- where it's going to go yeah so i really hope they give me some curveballs to that yeah i completely um, agree that's the thing i'm most excited that's going to be the case yeah i but, really hope know, it is like i kind of i kind of think they do that's the one thing that i am hopeful for is i feel like they have really there is the I guess that's the thing, really, where it could just be, you know, what they've given us is what it is. Um, But I feel like they have purposely given us a storyline that we think we're going to get that they might swerve us on. Um, Yeah. yeah, I'm hopeful. We we shall see. We shall see. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited to check it out anyway. Soon, man. Um, but yeah, this week we talked about Apostle um, on episode 118. Uh, Thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Shut up, I can't Mainly because I never could How could I stop?